0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hello and welcome to this special edition of the From the Finney podcast. As it's Mental Health Awareness Week, I wanted to do something on the podcast to highlight the importance of speaking out, and I was joined by former North End captain John Welsh and a good friend of mine who some of you may know, Jordan Wilson. We spoke about a few different things, all around mental health in general and in football, social media, the importance of speaking out, and also about a call that John made to Jordan and just how something so simple can mean so much to someone else. It's a little bit different to what we usually publish, but I hope you all enjoy it. And if you're struggling with anything, please remember that you are not alone and to speak to someone, even if it's us. Feel free to DM us or email us. First and foremost, I think for me, from the outside looking in, Social media in football, I think, as good as it can be, I think it can be a con as well. Um, I don't know how you've you've sort of found it yourself, John, but I have no doubt that there's been a lot of players that have read some of the quite nasty things that have been written about them online, and it's it's maybe played on the mind and, and affected them in terms of the performance as well as obviously their mental
0: health and, and their day to day lives. Yeah, I mean, from my personal experiences. Uh, with social media, I try not to take it so serious. Um, I like to have a laugh and a joke on there. Um, never read the criticisms or insults and stuff aimed at me. Too, don't take it too too much to heart. But um, I think I'm I'm probably a footballer who's, who's played football before social media, and obviously Jordan so social media where I think younger players now have sort of grew up with it and and gone through their professional career with it Um, and I I think I think my my only worst experience I had was when I was at Tramia sorry after I'd left Tramia and I was at Preston um, and we were playing Tramia and someone had messaged saying um, I hope you you do a Mark Vivian forward. I think he had just just passed away Mm. with, with a heart attack and uh, someone had messaged me saying, I hope that happens to you sort of um, thing. And I, I, I did, didn't didn't react to it or nothing like that. And fair enough, a lot of Chummy fans give the lad who, who messaged it, give, give them quite a, a lot of, of um, telling them how bad that was and he, he shouldn't yeah. be speaking like that. And, and they were quite good. And obviously the Preston fans were on him. And he later um, came off social media. And when, when I went to the game, I, I was warm. Obviously, I'd played this champion a number of years um, and a lot of the fans were were, a lot of, were quite supportive of me, uh, saying that they apologised for for one of their fans, saying something like that, and it's not something they want to see in football. Yeah. Um, so probably that's my, my worst experience in it, but also a good one because people obviously sort of defended me, but more to the point, they sort of told him that it, they don't want that anything to do with their fan base or anything like that, which is good.
1: Yeah yeah like you said I suppose the positives come from it as well and
0: yeah
2: yeah just to uh, just to touch on that Jake as well it, it only recently came to light with myself just i mean obviously there's one one thing is we football fans you, yourself and myself um and we obviously pay our money to have our opinions and things like that um however it only came to light recently for me um, with obviously things that I'm involved in and stuff, um, that people out there are, are actually watching what you put on social media. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of um, criticising a player out on social media, not not in a nasty way as such, um, just literally said, I think the comment said something like, uh, I don't know how he keeps getting in the team at the minute, um, but that was actually picked up by an actual player and an actual brought to light by myself. Um and it was only when I actually stopped and actually thought about it and thought, mm, yeah, you know, I wouldn't like somebody criticising me in my everyday job um, in public. Um, so you don't really realise what, what you're putting. And, and, and I know that, Ninety percent of every average football fan will do the same and, and not think anything by it, not meant anything malicious by it, uh, but at the same time, you just don 't know what people are are going through off the pitch I suppose and um it's definitely something that i've learned to um control now and i just I just hardly' say anything on on social media um, try and be as positive as I can because like I say, in my everyday job if if someone was to start criticizing me like that. The, the truth is that I wouldn't like it either.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think f- for me, obviously, doing doing the podcast and having the website and all that sort of stuff, uh, I mean, I've never really been one for for slagging players off or anything like that on social media. I'll, I'll criticise the performance, but like you said, John, I think most players are, are well aware of when they've had mm. a bad game and they don't really need yeah. it ramming down the throat on social media yeah. or by fans and outside I, I, the
0: ground. I, I actually don't think that, well, probably players will mind it if it's a he didn't play well today, or or something along the lines of that. I don't think it's as bad. Or, I mean, some of the some of the the stuff that gets tweeted and some of the racism that you see is absolutely yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. We're we'll just had the, uh, the
2: the the Wright situation at I the minute. Mean, it's disgusting, yeah. isn't
0: it? So yeah, um,
2: yeah, that's been picked up on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think there's, there's there's too much of that. Really, for me, there, sh- there should be none of that. Whatsoever, no. um, and so I think when you start getting the insults and the, the sort of the hatred tweets and and messages, I think they're the worst ones. Yeah, it's when it starts getting
1: personal, isn't personal,
0: it? Personal, yeah, exactly. Once it starts getting personal, that's that. There's no place in society for that. Never mind within football. Mm. Um, and I just think, although you don't want to hear about it and stuff, the, the likes of you didn't play well today, or you should have scored, or yeah, whatever it is about the game, that's not as bad. But once you start going personal and, and talking about racism or uh. Uh, homophobic or anything like that, I, I think that's there's no place in in, in any society for that, no. even on their social media.
1: No. And I, and I know there's, there's one or two players at North End at the minute that have been copping some flack on social media through the season for the performances and and like you said John you know it's gotten to the point where it's gotten personal and um, there's one player in particular I've been told about who's actually I'm led to believe is getting help from the club because of things that are being said Um, and I think you know when it goes that far it's just it's completely out of order.
2: Um, I think the I think the key thing to remember is there is is obviously you just don't know what's going on in people's lives <coughs> at the end of the day. Mm. What you see in the media and what you see in the football pitch is, you know, they could have a million and one things on the mind at home, and they're not necessarily putting it in on the pitch as they should. But you know, we all live we all live in life where there's times in our lives where. You know, we've got that much pressure on us, whether it be family um, or situations going on around us that would would make us not be able to perform to our best ability, um, whether that in anything that you do. Um, So I, I understand what obviously what you're saying, and it isn't the worst thing that you could ever say. But obviously, if it's a few thousand fans every single week getting on your back, and you have got personal things going on. I can only imagine that it's not nice. Um, mm. it, it, like I said, probably none of it's done in, in a malicious way, um, but still, like I just said, you, you never know what's going on in someone's life. Mm. Yeah.
0: you I've can almost. Never, go I've on, never man. heard of a footballer who's who's read the tweet and said, "Oh, Joe Blogs has said I need to." to work on me finishing. <laughs> so he's coming to training. And going, I need to work on me training because Joe Blogg said... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I mate. I don't know.
2: They call me the Twitter
0: Mourinho. <laughs> I think everyone, even myself included, everyone's Mourinho on Twitter, and Everyone knows what's the best. But it's I'm... the game is made up of opinions. One one man's opinion is completely opposite to, to another man's opinion. Yeah. I think that's the good I've, thing I've watched football.
2: enough... Uh... I've watched enough sports documentaries through this lockdown so people to reckon I could even go now. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah,
0: motivational speaker.
1: <laughs> um, just how important then do you think it is? Not just for you know professional sports people, footballers, but also just for for people in general. How important do you think it is to to speak out um, and and talk about things that you that are going through your mind and
0: and whatnot. Uh, for me, it's it's massively important. Um, I think now more so than ever, um, but with obviously the, the week it is and and the situation that the whole world's in, um, I, I couldn't. i could only advise anyone if if you're feeling down, stressed, anything that that's affecting your mental health, um, talk to, to someone, anyone, um, whether it's family member, friend good Samaritan's uh, colleague um, I couldn't uh, advise you much. so more to, to, to reach out to someone and talk to someone about it um, Can
2: I just it, ask sorry can I just ask on top of that John yeah. from a footballer's perspective what do you feel that would be holding players back from talking about stuff in terms of the scrutiny that they may come under or they may feel that they'll come under from fans or media sources Um, Do you think that that's an issue in the game?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think more players will probably come out towards the end of their career. I think you see a lot more players coming out once they've finished. Um, I think when you look at a footballer, you tend to see a masculine, strong man, basically. Um, And maybe to, to talk about your feelings or your mental health, um, might, might be seen as, as a bit of weakness. Um, as we say, there, some, some footballers have got millions of followers, some have got thousands, um, and if they see a slight weakness, you'll probably get a small minority who will pick at that and go on Twitter and, and give them loads, or if you have a bad game, that will get brought. So, um, so I just think because there's that much accessibility to players now, I think it would be hard for them to come out openly and talk about the feelings because it's not seen as a as a manly thing to do. Um, that is that's just my opinion, but I do think there's a lot more players coming out now, or there's a lot more foundations to help with players that need uh, the help that they, they need. Mm-hmm. So I think it I think it is improving. I think it can be improved a lot more and. Um, as I said I'm not just talking about footballers here I I advise anyone who who is struggling mentally to to talk to someone anyone whoever they choose to try and help themselves
1: yeah yeah I couldn't couldn't say any more than that to be honest
2: Um, and um, um, from from a from a fan's perspective um, from someone who has done this himself um, I think being part of a football club as a fan is is just huge in terms of having a community around you, having people who have the same common goal as yourself, wanting your 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 home your home city to succeed with the football club. If you, if you if you're there and, and you don't feel that you've got anybody around you, uh, but you support a football team, and um, you have more friends than you know you do because yeah. I think reaching out to a fan base, I mean. Um, for me, obviously, the one big example is is that um, it was, I think it was, what was it, last year, um, I was in a bad place. and Some of the things that I used to do on social media, I massively regret um, because um, there were times where I just couldn't see a way out and I, I needed to vent aggression, frustration, all these emotions that were inside my body. And I needed to... Write something down or speak to someone and maybe I didn't go around it uh, in the best way. However, there was one specific time on Twitter where um, I said how low I was feeling. I said I couldn't see a way out, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, A number of Pressing North End fans got involved with me. Certain ones invited me around to their house for a brew. Um, Certain ones just dropped me an inbox. and um, Somebody obviously got in touch with yourself, John, and asked if you could you could drop me a message and you did. And next thing you know, my phone's ringing and uh, you're on the other end of the phone to me. And I just couldn't believe at that time that you'd gone out your way to speak to me um, when I was in a self-destruct mode. Someone who, even as an adult, you look up to footballers, you know, you, you look up to footballers who are now... 10 years younger than you and it's, <laughs> it's it's madness. But for an ex Preston North End captain to be on the phone to me and speaking to me at that time and just, you know, not saying um, anything that you don't need to say. You literally just kept it to the basics and you said, how are you doing, mate? Is there anything you want to talk about? Um, and you just said, look, if you need anything at all, feel free to drop me a message. Feel free to give us a call. And... You don't realise how much that just picked me up because it's, you know, everybody out there helping you and the fans helping you is fantastic. I think for someone who I look up to as yourself to actually give me a call and go out of your way in your busy schedule to give me a time of day to just ring me and and do that just meant the absolute world to me. And it probably, you know, it did give me a little bit of a, a pick up. At the time, I think I seen Jake the day after. I think Jake. Came I was on. just,
1: I was just going to say, I can, I can actually verify everything he's saying because I, I went round to spend some time with him and see him and obviously yeah. check in on him, and, and uh, he was just buzzing at the fact that you, you'd called him uh, and to see how much that meant to to Jordan at the time. Obviously, with him going through what he was going through. Um, I mean, me, and Jordan, and myself have been friends for well, probably about ten years now. Yeah, about ten years. Yeah, uh, but so to yeah. see to see that and to see what it meant to him was just
2: yeah, it was. I think it just it just meant it just meant something to me because, like I said, it was you're just someone that I looked up to. You're one of my favourite North End players, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because you're on here. But, you know, <laughs> it it, yeah. it was it was just like it, it was it was something different for me. It was it was it was a little bit of like well, if if someone of his stature can care. Um, then maybe there is a the light at the end of the tunnel for me or you know some sort of way out for me and I, what I want to say is, is is honestly thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that and yeah. um, because obviously twelve months on from that situation i'm i 'm in a lot better place myself um i I, I am under the mental health team still uh, and I, I am still on medication and i 'm starting a new medication this week as we speak
0: yeah.
2: Um so I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% better in all sorts of stuff, yeah. but just having that community, especially with the Preston North End fans and the yeah. stuff that they did for me over the last 12 yeah. months, just being there for me was was just a massive help. And it was, you know, even the times where I was a little bit volatile and didn't want to speak to people and I probably ignored people and I just didn't want to have anything to do with anybody, they still persisted on, you know, you don't have to talk to me, mate, but if, if, yeah. if, if you want, I'm here. And that's all, all that you need to do sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the great thing about Twitter, really, it, it, in my opinion, that, that you know, I've got a community there. Mm. Um, the Preston fans on, on Twitter are brilliant with me um, and they seem to, to all know each other. They all get on well with each other. Um, and as you said, it, it is a community because obviously everyone wants what's best for Preston. And, and when you've got a group of people like that, um, th- there's no, no better thing for the football club um I've, on that day i mean it, it was my duty as a person i, I wasn't i didn't even obviously we, we were we were connected because we, we both loved Preston north end um but i, I felt a, a duty as as a as a human being really to get in touch and i i, I didn't know what to when when, when I, the phone was ringing I, I didn't know what i was going to say whether I but I was going to say the right things to you. Um, But I I just remember thinking, I've got to speak to this lad and Mm. and just speak to him. Whatever I said, just speak.
2: It was just, that that was it. It was just, it was nothing Mm. out of the norm. It was just, you know, there wasn't any fuss, there wasn't anything that you needed to do. It was literally, I think it was only at phone for like 30 seconds or something, but it was just, Mm -hmm. how you doing, mate? Um, It's John Welsh here, express no thing captain And, Mm. I think it just just picked me up, and I was like, "Flipping it, you know." Like if if like I said, if he's ringing me, then there there are people out there who, who care about you, and there are people who want to help you. Um, and on the duty of caring as a person, as you just touched on, you know, um, I heard a quote quote this week, and and it was like it's so true. And it the, the quote was that um, we can't help everybody, but everybody can help somebody. And yeah. I think like that day, that's what you did for me. You know, you just helped somebody who needed yeah. talking to you for 30 seconds and just picking up and like I said, it's yeah. just from the bottom of my heart, I can't thank you enough.
0: Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I really do. It means a lot for me to, to know that even then, that, that short phone call uh, has helped you. Um, uh, it does mean a lot to me. It really does.
1: Just, just a final one then. Um, Obviously, personally, I know, I know what you've been through, Jordan, but
0: um,
1: maybe, maybe more directed to you this one, John, but have you, yourself, or anyone that you're close to or that you've played with, been affected by mental health and, and by the things that we've spoken about?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, fortunately, uh, about a month, a month and a half ago, um, I lost a, a close friend uh, who committed suicide. Um, he, he was going through a lot. I think he, he'd been struggling for a while. Um, and obviously the the whole situation now did not help and sadly he t- took his life. Um and it it was it was heartbreaking. I mean I, I was he, he he ran he ran a gym that me me young kids go to and he was he was their trainer. Um really good trainer, helped the kids a lot. Uh, the kids loved them. Um and I, I remember thinking what what could I have done and and that that's been on my mind since just Mm. what could I have done and, and there was people who was who was closer to him than, than I was and that they were saying thing. why didn't he why didn't he ring me or why didn't he uh, come round or just constantly questioning themselves and um, it was just it was heartbreaking time for, for, for him for his family for everyone connected with the with the gym really um, mm. and it, it's just I, I just can't advise anyone anymore just speak to someone I, I, as I was saying about the phone call with Jordan I, I remember thinking am I qualified to do this that, that's what I was thinking I was thinking what, what advice do we give him do we tell him what he needs to do because I, I, I didn't have a clue what what, I, what he should be doing or what I could be telling him um, and as he said we spoke about football a little bit about Preston and that was enough so just if someone does ring it, who, who you know is struggling just talk to them. Uh, think of something that you have in common with, with them and, and just, just speak to them. And, yeah. Um,
2: I think that's really think, important, John, because I think um, with what you've just said, just to touch on the am I qualified to do this, um, you know, um, the well-known Samaritans helpline, uh, which is the suicide prevention helpline, um, that is out there for people to ring. Um, they, if you, and this is coming from somebody who's personally rang them, um, they do exactly what you did. They mm. they are not necessarily qualified people. They have it. They have a team of volunteers who mm. speak on the phone, and their main aim on that other end of that telephone is not to give you any advice whatsoever, because mm. they necessarily they aren't necessarily qualified to give you that advice. Yeah. Um, they are there to talk to you like a human being, and um, mm. they are there to try and make you. It's just talk about yourself and maybe talk about your feelings and and just get out in the open what you need to speak about and nine times out of ten you'll find that they just sit there and listen to you because um it's it's sometimes the normality of of a situation is just what you need um sometimes you're that struck on um your mental health and talking about your mental health and people say it is good to talk and it is fantastic to talk um you should 100 percent speak about stuff that you need to get off your chest and you should speak to the professionals in the right area that you need to and get off your chest what you need to and and talk about anything that you need to talk about um however there are the odd times that i have felt that I just need a mate to come round to my house and te- set the Mick out of me for twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, just proper yeah. lay into me and rinse me and just have a <laughs> laugh with me. Honestly, because yeah, it, yeah I think there was, there was an advert on TV uh, a few years back, which was the same thing. You know, and it, it was they were just saying, you know, a mate with an illness is still a mate. You know, and it's like you don't need to be any different with them just because they're feeling like this. And sometimes that normality of just come on, mate, let's play FIFA for a bit. Um, let's have a laugh and I'll whoop your ass at FIFA for a bit and it's sometimes like I said it, it's that and I'm lucky now to be in, in a job as well where um, I'm in a very sociable job so I'm a barber and um, I see people all day, every day and I speak to people all day, every day and the one thing that I could not believe from becoming a barber is just how much people open up to you and trust you Yeah. Um, yeah. and I was... When you rang me a year ago, um, I was I'd just started, so I'd not I'd not really got into it that much, um, mm. and it's something that has certainly changed my life completely. Because mm. I, like I said, I literally sit there, stand there all day, and talk to people about whatever they want to talk to, talk about. When they're in my barber chair, they get half an hour of my time to sit and talk mm. about whatever you want to do. And if mm. you do want to speak about your walls and you want to speak about your life and what's going on, then I'm here to listen. Like I said, I'm not qualified to give you any advice, but I'm here to listen. And if you want to sit there and talk about football, we can talk about football. We can talk about whatever you want. But I just think it's so important. And like I said, the the trust that someone can put into you, if you just be a mate and just be normal with them, is, is phenomenal.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah just, I've got just on the mention of Barbers there, one of my best mates, uh, Dan, he's got a shop in Preston called Northern Barber They do quite a lot around sort of men's mental health. and um, so just wanted to give them a little mention, obviously they're not open at the minute, but um they do like I think it's like a yoga session for, for men and obviously they don't have to just be customers of, of Northern Barber Company but it's half an hour or an hour of an evening where they'll go, they'll do some yoga, they can have a chat and it's not just you're in the it's not just about being in the barber's chair and having that twenty, thirty minutes. It's just about them just trying to do that a little bit more for for the people of Preston that go there and visit. So yeah, I just wanted to give them a little shout out.
2: Um, just a last final note, on everything is just exactly to reiterate what John said. And if you are if you are feeling right now, if you're sitting here maybe listening to this podcast and you and you are you can't see a way out and you you, you feel worthless, you feel all these emotions, hatred, anger to yourself. You can't, you know, coming from, I, I will never, ever, ever compare my mental health to anybody else's. Everybody's different. Everybody handles situations differently. Um, but the one common thing that we all have is is that, is like what John has just said, it's so important to speak to someone because just speaking to someone, even for, you know, the Heads Up campaign, which is um, Prince William's, new campaign, mental health campaign, which was uh, in association with the FA Cup um, this season, it was 60 seconds. That's why every FA Cup game this season started a minute later um, than it would normally. So it started at one minute past three. Um, And the reason for that is because 60 seconds can change your life. It can. It can change your life. If you are thinking about doing something that you will regret, if you are thinking about doing something that you could never take back 60 seconds of just reaching out to somebody who's your mate or somebody you don't even know just for 60 seconds to have a chat, just like John ran me for 60 seconds. It, it it can pick you up and it can change your life and it, it can lead you to the right direction. And most importantly, it could have stopped you doing something that you would have regretted. Um, so it's just, like I said, it's just so important to to just take that time to just try and reach out to
0: somebody. Yeah. Be that perfect.
1: Yeah, it? yeah I don't think I could sum that up any better um, yeah. right thank you